and welcome to episode two of Secure Our Future, the podcast series about the 2023 bond issue here at Broken Arrow Public Schools. I'm your host, Greg Spencer, and with me is Tara Thompson. How are you doing, Tara? Pretty good. How are you today? And we, uh, I'm doing good. We got two special guests today here to talk safety and technology. We've got the one only Jeff Martin. Jeff, how are you doing? Doing good. And Ashley Bowser. How are you doing, Ashley? Fantastic, sir. So we've got the two foremost experts in the district about safety and technology, and I feel like we should probably kick off with technology, right? Fantastic. I love to talk about technology. So Tara, why don't you set us up with the first question for for Mr. Bowser here, and let's get to talking about what this bond issue is going to do for technology in the district. Okay, well, the first question is the hardest one, and it's tell us why are you the expert that got invited to the show today, Ashley? Tell us a little bit about your background and, and, you know, how you got to be the IT director. Sure. Well, uh, I, I am the chief technology officer for the district. And, um, you know, my route to that position is a little unusual in, in that I started out as a classroom teacher. Um, I taught speech, debate, broadcasting for um, 13 years at the high school. And then I was a assistant principal at one of our middle school sites, Sequoia Middle School. I was there for three years. And then I was building principal at Centennial Middle School. Uh, for two years, uh, and then I've spent the last several years in technology, first mm-hmm. as the Executive Director of Information Services, uh, where I oversaw our enrollment team as well as our uh, student data management team, uh, and then I've served in this role. I'm working on my fourth year as our Chief Technology Officer. So uh, for me, it's always important to be able to remember what it's like to be in a classroom, mm-hmm. what, what it's like to be a classroom teacher, um, because that's the core of what we do every day. And, and speaking of classrooms, a big portion of this bond is technology for the classrooms, right? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a, I mean, it's really, it's nuts and bolts kinds of things. You know, we've been really good, I think, in the past of providing technology, um, um, but there hasn't really been a life cycle replacement plan. Uh, we all know that, like, eventually um, the, the car gets more costly to repair than it's worth, right? And we need to replace that or... Um, you can't update your phone anymore because uh, the, the the newest software isn't supported on it. Um, and so you have to replace those things. And so that's what this bond issue is all about. Okay, very good. And Jeff, we just recently had you on our other podcast, Core Values. Absolutely. But for the people that didn't catch that episode, why don't you give us a little bit of your background and, and how you came to Broken Arrow? Okay, I've got 39 years in law enforcement, uh, three years military police, and then 36 years with the Broken Arrow Police Department. After that, with the Broken Arrow Police Department, I came over as a coordinator for uh, safety and security for Broken Arrow Public Schools. While I was on the police department, I coordinated off-duty officers to be security at the schools for the athletic events. Okay. So, Jeff, with your background, what would you tell our, our viewers or our listeners about um, the safety aspects of this bond issue? Because it's $5 million. So what is that $5 million getting the voters? Well, it's it's very important because it's got multiple pieces. When you talk about safety and security, it's a layered approach. And there are different layers that we're placing out there to be able to take care of things. We have uh, fencing that we're going to be putting that is already por- part of the event center and going around the stadium, well, we are expanding that out. We are including that between buildings at the high school site to be able to give us more of a position that the students are on an inside, and instead of building buildings there, we have fencing. And there will be, along with that, um, secure vestibules, 
adding on to the numbers that we already have so we have sites for the students and parents and any other guests that come here that are supposed to be here that they have to go through for a checkpoint, basically, to ensure that the, only the people that belong here actually are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're increasing lighting out in the uh, parking lot at the high school. Um, we realize over time that, my goodness, it can get a little bit dark out there, so we're increasing our lighting and making that more cost-efficient with LED lighting. We also are taking a look at um, just adding to our cameras that we have. Uh, As Mr. Bowser had talked about, there has to be a refresh at some point in time on things. And we are getting to the end of life on a lot of the cameras. And just to increase the ability, that technology has changed dramatically. And it does so just uh, in just a year, year and a half every time you have better stuff coming out. So we're trying to make sure that we are at the cutting edge on that. And what we have and out to there, clarify that, we're, we're talking about security cameras, security not cameras. like the no, AeroVision no. cameras. <laughs> no, and exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. Good, good yeah, point. that's security cameras at, at all the different locations that we have uh, students at. We have cameras there uh, providing a layer of security for that. We also, with our radio system, we have a refresh date that they haven't been refreshed in a lot of years. And now it's getting to that point that it is much more costly to fix them, to bring them back up to speed. And we just received information now. It's a 10-year time period, but the radios we had are at end of manufacture. Mm-hmm. There will be a point in time where you can't get parts or anything mm-hmm. else for them. So now it's a time. Let's get into the next level that we have with that, with our radios. And radios are shockingly expensive. <laughs> they are extremely expensive. And they're expensive to fix. And they're just expensive naturally. Because this is just not the little line of sight radio that you get from the local store. This is something that is high technology. It's encrypted. It's digitized. We work off the backbone of the city of Broken Arrow's radio system, so it takes a little bit more to utilize radios. Mm-hmm. And you gave some really good specific examples. I want to jump back over to Mr. Bowser. Ashley, can you kind of tell us what some of the specifics that, that would be included in the technology package for the bond? Yeah, so, um, you know, kind of piggybacking on what Jeff was talking about, when you talk about, like, security cameras specifically, I just want to share this, that we have close to 1,300 security cameras around the district. Wow. Um, and so when you talk about replacing that old technology, that adds up really mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um over over 21,000 Chromebooks around the district. So we we one to one in the secondary space. So six through 12, um, you know, students are issued a Chromebook. They take it home each day as part of our, you know, uh, the way that we instruct kids. And at the elementary level, um, we're one to stay. So we have Chromebooks in every classroom to, uh, assigned to students, but they don't actually take them home each and every day. Um, and so that's that's to help support our instructional goals that the instructional team has. But you know, those are just two elements, right? Like. Like we're we still think about like how uh, how instruction or how education has changed since I was in the classroom a decade ago. I mean, when I was when I was there, um, you know, when you were using the Google suite of apps, that was that was pretty new. That was pretty cutting edge, right? I was really happy to get a smart board in my classroom. Like that was a really big moment uh, for me. And now, uh, smart boards, uh, we put them in all across the district at the same time. And so now we have a high failure rate as a result of that. Mm-hmm. You know, bulbs are dim, things are pixelated. 
And to Jeff's point, you know, trying to be able to get parts for some of those yes. things is are, are ridiculous. I remember one instance where we ordered a part for a copier, and it took us over 16 months to get the part for the copier. <laughs> Gosh, um, no. And that's one copier <laughs> and one building that affects a small group of teachers. So you, you think about, like, uh, over 200 copiers around the district, uh, 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 nearly two uh, 2,000 phones around the district. I mean, you're talking about a lot of different things. But back to my point about how how it's changed, like our connectivity to the Internet, um, it, it, I mean, all of our curriculum is online. And so teachers need to be there each and every day. So what's included in this is our not only those peripherals that connect to the internet but everything that runs our network in the in the background so uh, the 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 switches that we don't you know look at every day or the wireless access points or even our firewall that helps provide security in a different way yes. um, uh, all of those things are included as a part of this so uh, for us it's it's critical infrastructure so that teachers can do the things that they need to do each day mm-hmm. in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And it, the, it's a big portion of the bond. It's 18 million yeah. uh, that's set aside for technology. So that's, um, well, and you know, this is, this is kind of a joke, but we do have one extra copier that we need to replace. Um, <laughs> yeah. If Jeff, Jeff knows about yes. yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think that the reality is, is that, you know, our team has been pretty innovative and in trying to be able to uh, solve problems when we didn't have the dollars to be able to do it. Um, you know, there was there was a time in our uh, buildings where it was routine to have just like standalone printers um, where you would just print to a standalone printer or whatever. And then you went to a copier or uh, uh, to be able to make those mass number of copies. Well, what what happened was is that those printers became more and more expensive mm-hmm. to maintain, take care of, provide ink for. So then we went to the the higher quality uh, multifunctional devices, which you know fax, scan, copy, all of those kinds of things, which is easier for our team to take care of. But then those devices are obviously more expensive on the whole to buy a brand new device or whatever. Mm-hmm. So so we try to look for ways to be able to solve those problems, but. Uh, at the end of the day, um, sometimes what you need are just more resources. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ashley, you touched on this a little bit, but talk a little bit, you know, either of you can answer this or expound on it. Uh, talk a little bit about how technology and safety have changed, you know, during your time in the district over the years. One of the big portions of it that with security is the use of the cameras, much more so than it was before. I can remember seeing the cameras in the school and they would have a large area, and they would actually have videotape, and you would have tape recorders and everything going off that. Now you have analytics that it can follow a person. If you've identified them, that can be followed throughout the entire building. And when you look at the size of the high school, going from one building to another, the ability to do that is very important. It's not to follow an individual for no reason it's to follow somebody that something happened to them, that they've reported something, and now we have to backtrack to find out who they had contact with or what they had from there. But just the use of the cameras has become so much more. The equipment that we've utilized to blur out faces so that we only have the people that are directly involved that we don't have anybody else's uh, face on that particular video. There's just so much within that that it's been a learning curve for a lot of us, but it's something that is so necessary and is utilized, and it's a commonplace thing. 
Well, and I would say the reliability. Uh, you know, when I first started as an assistant principal at Scoia Middle School and trying to use cameras to do an investigation, <laughs> I mean, you, you almost were more frustrated that you had cameras that were ineffective, didn't work, and it unfortunately created a false sense of security. Like um, people, uh, you know, our patrons or stakeholders or even teachers would feel like, well, you, you, you can find out what happened, right? I mean, you, you're going to be able to investigate it. And, um, you know, more often than not, the camera was was failing, didn't record, or the motion sensor didn't trip or whatever. So I would say that one of the big things that's happened is that, uh, and this is true of, you know, uh, all the technology, whether you're talking about a Chromebook or a copier or whatever the case is, like the reliability is uh, is uh, so much higher than it was in the past uh, that I think makes it, an instructional tool, if it is one in a classroom or a security tool, um, it, it makes it um, something you can actually count on. And mm -hmm. it's actually something you can use to guide your decisions on a, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And kind of along these lines, you know, we're talking about opportunities here. What are some of the, the threats or the challenges that you've seen, uh, you know, in the landscape of the, the areas that you supervise, both as far as, you know, facility security and then, you know, IT? It's a changing world out there. So how are we um, using these these bond dollars to, to fight back or, you know, make sure that we're doing the best things that we can to keep our campuses safe? It, it's always a challenge. As you can see what is happening in northeast Oklahoma or what's happening in the world we're constantly being bombarded with information and people saying things. So now with this technology, we're able to corroborate whether something did happen or didn't happen, or we can take a look fairly quickly. They're saying something is about to, and that there's something in an area. Now we can actually check to see, well, there actually is nothing. Nothing's been in that area. Nothing's happened in that area, that type of thing. Just the ability to give everybody a little bit of solace that things are okay, mm -hmm. that there is items out there that is are being utilized for the many layers that we have of security out there from the them coming on campus and being greeted by somebody at uh, a lot attendant out at the gate to coming in and having to check in to go someplace and actually check their driver's license, make sure that they're able to be there to verify they're the person that can actually have that student back for them. There's all kinds of things that we just go from the next thing to the next thing. We just keep on putting more layers out there. And with all those layers, the biggest thing that we do is create relationships. And with creating relationships with the students and with the patrons and with the staff, it allows for people to feel a certain sense of security mm -hmm. in and of themselves just because they've had that occur. They've got a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's also true of IT security. You know, it is all about layers. You know, traditionally schools are pretty vulnerable because they don't have the dollars to be able to dedicate to um, specific IT security platforms, whether it's uh, you know, uh, a high enough grade of filtering software, whether it's filtering your email or uh, internet traffic or having multi-factor authentication to be able to even log into a workstation. I, I know that's getting a little bit into the weeds, but um, th there are uh, a number of things that I feel like this bond will allow us to do to ensure uh, that we can make sure that when our kids go online, they're safe, but also when our staff, you know, mm -hmm. when they just use on a daily work, uh, you know, pr productivity basis, when our finance staff logs in, like we need uh, their workstations 
the work that they do in HR, all of that, like those workstations have to be secure. And so this is, this helps provide those resources to be able to do that as well. So all good points. It's really interesting, you know, kind of seeing how both safety and technology, your guys' departments, you know, work so closely together. But, you know, with, with all these things said, what happens if the bond doesn't pass for us in, in this case? Well, you know, for us, it's it's back to zip ties and duct tape, right? <laughs> I mean, like we really have to, um, what we have done in the past, because uh, it is such a huge undertaking and the resources are uh, finite or not enough to be able to uh, proactively think about uh, what we should do for the future is that we have to be reactive, right? We have to be able to patch things where we can and take care of those things that are of the most immediate need or the emergency situations or whatever those things look like. And so for us, uh, if it doesn't pass, uh, then, then, then that's where we are is that we're left in that sort of reactive mode uh, and we lose our ability to kind of plan for the future versus uh, passage of the bond really means we can cast a vision for the future and we have a sustainability plan. And we know that our kids for the next five years will be taken care of because we'll be able to provide those uh, resources that they need. Absolutely. And we do run into a situation, like I had mentioned before, our radios are end of manufacture. If we don't have that ability to replace those, we still have a time period that we can go, but we have less and less availability of those radios Uh, just to be fixed. And we're using a lot of money to fix something that really needs to be replaced. The benefit that we had on this entire process for this bond issue is a lot of different people, a lot of stakeholders have taken a look at multiple areas of what is needed. And by looking at those things, we got input from teachers, from parents, from uh, security technology, from all the different arenas. What's of most important? What is the priority right now? It's not one of those things that we've got great, big, beautiful things. It's a really, like Mr. Bowser said, it's nuts and bolts. It's really, it's infrastructure. It's that base level things that need to be taken care of to keep things running. And that's exactly what would happen if we, if it did not pass. We'll make work what we have. It's going to take a lot more for that. to, And at some point in time, it is going to have to be replaced. It's just no choice in that matter. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's one of the things a lot of people, and I think we'll, we're going to dive more into this on future episodes, but a lot of people probably don't realize is the thought process behind all this and how it all, like you said, comes about with parental involvement and multiple principals and staff members and teachers and, and just how the, the machine of, of how it all comes together before a bond issue is even presented, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk uh, with some people that participated on that long-range planning committee and, and go a little bit deeper with that. Awesome. Well, I think that's all the time we have for this episode. We'd like to thank Ashley Bowser and Jeff Martin for joining us here on the Secure Our Future podcast series. Be sure and subscribe to the AirVision Podcast Network on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts so you don't miss an episode. You can find this episode and all the episodes of the Secure Our Future podcast series on www.baschools.org slash 2023bond and really find out all the information you need to know on the bond issue. Guys, we'd like to thank you again one last time for joining us, and we will see you next time. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.